Hi, this is Larry Wilson, and this is How to Talk to Humans. This is the podcast that shows you how to improve your communication skills. Are you looking to get a better job? Are you looking to find a relationship? Are you trying to do things in your life that have frustrated you and eluded you so far? I can show you so easily how to change that. Now, I can only do it with humans. If you're looking to deal with vampires or zombies, extraterrestrials, this is not the show for you. But if you're really looking to improve your communication skills, I can show you what I've learned from 40 years in show business working with the biggest celebrities and superstars in the world, and their secrets are unbelievable. What I'm going to be teaching you during the course of this podcast every week are tools that you can use to communicate toward success. Hi, this is Larry Wilson. Thank you again for joining me for another episode of How to Talk to Humans. I had a funny response from someone who had done an interview on this show, Bob Stobner, who's a delightful guy and a very thoughtful guy. And I thought the interview, if you haven't heard it, I thought was really interesting because it was from a business standpoint and it was a absolutely concrete example of how improved communications uh, for Bob scored a gigantic win for him where he had an employee who was not working out and by instead of just firing the guy and kind of making a mess of the whole thing, Bob made uh, went the extra mile to th- listen to this guy. And what he learned was the guy was not where he should be in that company. And he wound up being able to move him to another part of the company where he thrived and where... He was thrilled and delighted to be, and Bob was thrilled and delighted to get him out of his department. So it really was a huge win for everyone, and of course it was reflected in Bob's advancement in the company. He was promoted specifically because he was able to achieve these things. Not impossible. I I always want to bring that up, the idea that sometimes people think, oh, You know, people who do well in business are, you know, they're gifted or they're geniuses. Hasn't been my experience. Maybe there are. I mean, I've never met him, but Elon Musk seems to be a pretty smart guy. So maybe he's, uh, you know, maybe he's a genius. I don't know. But my experience coming from my background in show business has been the most successful people were the best communicators. And sometimes you hear people in show business talk about this idea of, of, well, it's not just in show business, I guess. It's everything. It's in regular business now. People say, you've got to read the room. And you may wonder what they mean by that. Well, what they're really saying is you cannot make presentations or public speaking opportunities that are canned, that are just 
oh yeah, this is my speech 11a. Because it may not be congruent with what the setting is. And this is actually brought to my attention because Bob, later on when we were off the microphone, when he was just talking with me, he said he really enjoyed the experience, but it was very uh, disconcerting for him because I didn't sound like Larry Wilson. Now, I've known Bob for a million years, and I met Bob when I was performing at a comedy club that he was one of the owners of in Sacramento. And so he had an idea in his mind of me on stage as a performer. And I know my producer wants me to go into that voice and do it now, but I can't really because it doesn't seem appropriate. I I, I also can't do it because it doesn't feel authentic to me right now. But for Bob Stobner, it threw him wildly off balance because suddenly I sounded different to him. Well, I sounded different because every circumstance that you're communicating in is different. And I don't teach people how to do tricks. I don't, you know, I guess you hear this term, people say, oh, I've got a life hack. I don't really know what that means, but I presume it means some sort of trick to be able to do stuff. I knew a screenwriter years ago who was convinced that when you went into the executive's office to pitch a script, you had to do these tricks to establish dominance. And uh, I just thought they were so artificial. He said, yeah. You know, they say, do you want something to drink? And you say, yes, I want a Diet Coke in a glass, no ice, that somehow that was going to establish dominance. And all I could think was, no, I think they want to hear that you have an incredible script that will capture the imagination of hundreds of millions of people who will flock to movie theaters and make them wealthy. That's what I think they're looking at. Now, granted, a lot of executives I met with they weren't really equipped to be able to judge what was a good idea, what was a, that's a different matter entirely. But this idea of hacks or tricks, I take great exception to because I think it's antithetical to what I teach in Wilson Method. I think that it's fundamental for really effective communication to have an authentic connection with the person you're talking with. If I were on this microphone now, talking the way I talk on stage, uh, performing as Larry Wilson, comedy magician. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. You bold creature you. No one told us to be subjected to your leering denials. Well, in fact, how is everyone? I guess that's a rhetorical question at this point, isn't it? We're working against the clock. Those of you who don't recognize me as a world famous magician, my name is Larry Wilson. I've traveled all over the world, slept in the finest restaurants, eaten in the best hotels. No doubt many of you have wondered from time to time what it must be like to lead this wild, devil-may-care, madcap, jet-set, carefree sort of existence, hmm? Well, now at last you can... Yeah? 
thanks to famous magician school. Yeah, yeah, famous magician school. We are looking for people who like to turn tricks. It would seem wildly jarring, I think. It'd be wildly incongruous. And I think uh, that's what we talk about when we say you've got to read the room. If you come out to a room full of people who look very somber, it does not mean you can't be lighthearted. It doesn't mean you can't present something that's amusing or funny. It's perfectly fine. And perceiving what's going on in that moment, you're prepared to change if you need to. Doesn't mean you have to, but you may suddenly get a very strong feeling. As a Larry Wilson comedy magician, when I come on stage, I have to read the room immediately. Now, I have a different purpose as a comedy magician than I do as an instructor of Wilson Method. They're totally different. There are certain uh, overlapping elements and similarities, but I think of, um, it's funny, I think of performing as a comedy magician as a short burst of some kind of energy that people take away a good feeling with. But Wilson Method, I feel more like a pebble tossed into a pond where these ripples ripple out and extend almost indefinitely. Part of what's so gratifying to me about doing the two-day boot camps that I do, the online training that I do, I talk to people years later who have extraordinary stories of success they've had from improved communication skills. That's very different than being an entertainer. It's not like one is better than the other. It's not like one is good and one is insignificant. It's not really like that at all. They're just different. And I must confess that because the Wilson Method training is a newer experience for me, it's particularly interesting. It, it holds my attention and it's enormously gratifying. Uh, I just thought of this woman, uh, Danielle, I think there's video of her somewhere on one of my sites or something, where she's wearing her graduation gown and mortarboard. And she's talking about the fact that she was in a PhD program and realized she was going to need to defend her thesis live in real time in front of a board of August examiners. And that was what brought her to the two-day boot camp. And she was great. She did fantastically well in it. And because you see her in this video in her mortarboard and ground, she said, it's because of the things Larry taught me that now I'm Dr. Danielle. Which, I mean, it's a great feeling when you're performing as an entertainer and people laugh and applaud. That's a great feeling. But having somebody who's earned a PhD because of things I've taught them, that feels somehow more significant. It feels like it's farther reaching, like it has a greater impact in general. And so when I come out as an entertainer on stage, 
I have to read the room to see are there parts of the room that are rowdy? Are there people who are drunk? Are there people, sometimes, not always, but are there people who have some desire that they want to be the center of attention? So that I'm not surprised by any of this. I'm able to handle all this. When I come out on stage training people in Wilson Method, it's a totally different way of reading the room. I already know that people who have come, for instance, to my two-day boot camp, they're very, very committed to taking their communication skills to a new level. They've gone to the trouble and expense of being there. That's very different than an audience who's just coming to be entertained for 45 minutes. So, And in that respect, I think it's a very important skill to develop, but it also circles back to something I've said many times, I think, on this podcast, that I want you to be able to determine your goal in communication, then define the method of transmission, whether it's live, whether it's on a podcast, whether it's in an email, whether it's a text, because all these means of communication are different and require different skills. I'm actually referring to this um, three Ds. Determine your goal, define the means of transmission, and deploy the specific tools you've learned in Wilson Method. But I think it's absolutely essential that you realize you will be using different tools depending on the circumstance. And that's part of reading the room. If you're doing a podcast, you're going to sound different, you're going to speak different, you're going to approach differently than if you're making a radio commercial or a video commercial or standing up in front of a thousand people and making a new product reveal that you're doing there. All of them are different. So my apologies in retrospect to Bob Stobner for uh, frightening him because I didn't sound like Larry Wilson, comedy magician, but he rolled with the punches and he adapted to a different kind of Larry Wilson. And if you go back and listen to that interview again, I think it's fantastic. And I thank him and I, I thank all of you who are following along. I'll see you next week. This has been Larry Wilson. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. And I hope you found this information useful. If you're looking for more, you can find it at thewilsonmethod.com. There's a ton of stuff there. In fact, if you want, you can even speak to me because I'm human. Send me an email at info at wilsonmethod.com because I read every single one. I hope that you'll join us next week in this continuing journey and you'll be with me for the next episode of How to Talk to Humans. <laughs>